The Lord be with you. And with A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. In the fifteenth year of Tiberius Caesar's reign, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod, tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of the lands of Euturea and Trachonitis, Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene, during the pontificate of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went through the whole Jordan district, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the sayings of the prophet Isaiah, a voice cries in the wilderness, prepare a way for the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley will be filled in, every mountain and hill be laid low. Winding ways will be straightened, and rough roads made smooth. And all mankind shall see the salvation of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters, the time of Advent is a time of expectation, of expectation. And that's what we hear in this gospel. That's also what we heard in the first reading. Raise up your head and rejoice because your God is coming. And here John the Baptist says, prepare the way for the Lord. But you know, for us, being such rational people, sometimes it's not very easy to do this. Because we're like, okay, let's prepare something. But we, we don't really know how, what it is and how it is. And we, don't, we are not even sure that he will really come, you know? If someone would say, okay, just prepare a feast, prepare a big supper, because maybe someone will come. So you're like, yes, but when? We don't know. Yes, but who is it? We don't know exactly. Yes, but uh, is it a lot or a few? We don't know. But just be ready. This is not very comfortable. We don't know. We would like, we prefer always, you know, we like control. I like it. Everybody likes it. We, not, we like to know when, who, what, and so on. But Jesus says, and God says to us today, just lift your head and be ready because your God is coming. This is something we know. Maybe we don't know exactly how he will come. And when he will come. And on which way it's going to be. But he will come. And this is so important for us. To live our Christian life in, in hope. And having this joy. Knowing that there is salvation. 
Prepare a way for the Lord. Make his paths straight. Every mountain will be laid low. Winding ways will be straightened. All mankind shall see the salvation of God. Do you believe this? And do I believe this? All mankind shall see the salvation of God. That means, first, you personally, the salvation of God. These are words we are very used to hear, but actually we have to realize what it really means. That God can do for me the things that I cannot do for myself. That means salvation. And what is it? What do we ask Him? What do we expect from Him? And also, that I have a need and I present Him this need. I bring it to Him and I know that He will take care of it. I know it. He is Savior. He is God. So today is really a day to ask ourselves, what's the place of the Savior in our life? What's my expectation? Do I really wait for Him? Do I just wait for Him? Or do I always try to solve all my problems as if He would not exist? Like, like, like in, in the Bible, when instead of saying, God is our Lord, He will save us from our enemies, they would, make, they would sh seek allies in Egypt or whatever, and they would, they would get lost through this. So, that's why... That's, that's the reason, by the way, why John the Baptist is in the wilderness. He's in the desert. And what's the desert? It's a place of solitude and of silence. And that's where he encounters God. And that's where he tells the people, come into the desert. The time of Advent is also a bit a time of silence. And that's very good for us and very healthy in our daily lives. Sometimes, just sit and reflect why you live, what you're waiting for, what's going on here. Try to get a perspective on your life, which is the from God's perspective. There is God. Don't forget Him. Don't forget Him. And that's why also, this, this time of Advent is a time of conversion. It's a baptism of repentance. Repentance. It means, you know, what means to repent or to convert? It means to turn around in another direction. You've been looking that way, you have to look that way. You have to look up. You have to look to someone else. And for, to, to, to finish, I would like to tell you a little story I heard two few, few days ago, which I liked a lot regarding this this conversion, what's necessary in the, during Advent. So, once upon a time, there was a king who had four wives. Four wives. And he was very sick and he was dying. And he was afraid to go alone to the afterlife. So, he decided, I will ask one of my wives to go with me. So, after death, I won't be alone. So, he starts asking the first, the youngest wife, the first wife, no, sorry, the fourth, we have to say the fourth, the fourth wife. He, he liked this wife a lot, gave her diamonds and jewels, and, and asked, will you follow me in the afterlife, please? And the wife said, no, and went away. Then 
he asked the third wife. The third wife, he used to show this wife to other kings and bring her with her and and the wife answered, I'm sorry, I love this life too much. When you will be dead, I will remarry. And then he asked the second wife. The second wife was very good to him, cared for him a lot. But the second wife said, I will be there for you until the end. I will care for your funerals. I will come at your funerals. But I cannot come with you. And then he hears the voice of his first wife saying, I promised to follow you everywhere. I will follow you even in the afterlife. But this was the wife he cared for the less. He didn't really care for this wife a lot. So he said, he said I'm so sorry I didn't really care for you. So <laughs> what's the meaning of this? The meaning is, we, all of us here, you and me, we all have four wives. You have four wives. I have four wives as well. Even man and woman, everyone. Our fourth wife is our body. We care for our body. We decorate it. We show it. But this body, at the end, will just turn around and say, I stay here. I can't follow you. The third wife is our possessions. We have these possessions and we show them, but at the end they will stay here and they will be divided and given to other people, like the wife who said, I will remarry. The second wife, it's our families and friends. They care for, care for us, they are here for us, but they just can go to our funerals and think of us, so they can't come with us. And our first wife is our soul. And this soul will be with us all the time and follow us. And very often we neglected her. We neglected the only thing the only thing that will follow us. All the rest will be lost. And this, brothers and sisters, is what, what this message of conversion and repentance of Advent means. Turn to what's important. So, care for your body, stay healthy, use your possessions to do good to other people, Care for your friends and family and cherish them. But don't neglect what's the most faithful of your goods. It's your soul. It's what you are deeply. Your relation to God. So pray. Pray. And keep silence. And have good readings. And care for God and for your neighbors. This is how you really will be ready to welcome the salvation of God that comes. Amen.